Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. Hey. Hey girl, how is your Tuesday going? We're recording this kind of early in the week, guys. We're getting up, we're getting slightly more ahead than we have been in the past. Yeah. Um Tuesday. Um good. I good. I feel like I'm good. Um I feel like I'm constantly in this like balance of I literally was talking about this with my therapist like I can either do something 5000% or 1%. Yeah. Um so I'm trying to balance out like Yesterday, went to the gym, got up, like, early, had, like, a pretty productive day, but then at around, like, five, I sat on the couch for, like, five minutes. At least that's what I thought I was going to do, and then, like, two hours later, I was like... No, the exact same thing happens to me, um, and I was talking to Audrey about it, actually, um, that, like, the I hit a point in my day where I mm-hmm. know within myself, I'm like, I'm not getting anything else done. Yeah. It's not happening. But then, like, the other night, I was working until, like, midnight. So right. it's really right. a toss-up. But um, I wanted to talk about – I went to the Louisiana Floral Festival this oh, past yeah. weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went with Cora, and I was, like, taking some content for her, which was fun. Um, but it was kind of like a like – a, there was a bunch of pop-ups and just, like, a bunch of people in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Um and I just wanted to tell everybody, this, we talked about this a little bit in the episode, but, like, if you are an entrepreneur or if you're, like, working for yourself or if you're, like, you know, a service provider or whatever, um, literally just, like, don't be afraid to introduce yourself and tell people what you do because that was such mm-hmm. an issue for me this weekend. I was so scared to be, like, I'm a social media manager, you know? Yeah. Um, because for some reason it just feels, like – Stupid. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. absolutely not, and it's just my little piece of motivation here in the intro, too. Yeah, and that goes into what we do. talked about today, too. Yeah, so I guess in general, or to give you guys a general overview of today, we had Kennedy Houseman on. She is our creative assistant for CYA, but she's a content creator, um, and she, then she does like freelance content creation for some other companies. Um, I'm sure you guys know who she is if you listen to the podcast, um, but if you don't... Um, We'll have all of her stuff linked down below. I feel like it would definitely be helpful for you guys to like kind of look at her stuff uh, before mm-hmm. we really get into it, just so you have some context. But um, we talked about kind of like postgrad struggling in creative careers, um, taking yourself seriously, and like having other people take you seriously, um, not comparing yourself to your friends who might be in different life stages than you. Mm-hmm. Um, just a bunch of helpful and relevant stuff to each of our lives right now. So totally, yeah, that's what we that's what we chatted about with her, but. Yes. I I feel like the the after having that conversation, I think I realized like <laughs> how much like I don't know what I'm doing. Like I I do, but yeah. I also like so don't and like I I don't know. I I another thing that besides trying to figure out how to go like you know, balance going 5 hundred percent and one percent you know into a a nice steady stream um Mm -hmm. or or a nice balance I guess a nice wave is a better way to um explain it but I also need to accept that like it's okay that I'm not you know yeah the most aware of what the hell is going on at all times Um, yeah and I I feel like if you're listening to this and you're like the kind of person who, like we just said, like kind of feels like you maybe don't have your entire life figured out or you mm-hmm. think that you did and then, like, 
you're Something questioning happens it. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, this is a good episode for you. And I feel like when I was younger, I used to think that, like, you could plan your life out. Mm-hmm. Um, and the older I get, I realize that that's just not the case. Like, as much mm-hmm. as you try, you can have goals and you can have, like, a way you want, like, your life to be. But you're, it's mm-hmm. not going to – it's not going to And also, like, exactly like also, if you only, like, stick yourself to – or, like, try to force yourself to stick to um, – certain goals and like dreams and like a picture that you had for your life if if katie and i didn't do that the podcast wouldn't exist exactly like you might yeah yeah. you might miss something that could be like so good anyway i feel like that's a good transition we're keeping the intro short today because the episode was really long but i feel like that's a good Mm -hmm. transition into our conversation with kennedy so keep listening and we hope you enjoy hi kennedy thank you so much for coming onto the podcast i'm sure everybody probably already knows who you are but for those people who are listening who don't, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and then tell everybody, like, all of the things that you do. I know there's a lot that probably me and Alexis don't even know about. Okay, so my name is Kennedy. I'm 22 years old, and I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, I graduated from UNC Charlotte last May um, with a degree in communication studies. And currently, I'm the Check Your Aesthetic Creative Assistant. And then I also do freelance um, content creation for like small businesses I've met through TikTok and Instagram and such. And then I teach mm-hmm. dance part time in the evenings. And then I create oh, yeah. my own content on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all the things. So, what kind of dance? I don't think I've ever asked you because I used to teach dance. What type of dance do you teach? Um, right now, I'm just teaching like rec kids, like hip hop and Cute. jazz and ballet. But mm-hmm. I know we've never talked about this, but I grew up like competitive dancing, danced in college and yep. stuff. So same. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I feel like uh, so many people listening can probably relate to the laundry list of like having to be like, so I do this and then I also do this and then I do this and then I do this. I was literally talking to um, Audrey Waylon, actually. Um, if you guys haven't listened to her episode, it's a while back, but it's a really good one. I was talking to her about like how to introduce myself to people because that's so true. I actually went. No, I went somewhere. I went to my high school to see. <laughs> I'm sure I'll talk about this in the intro because uh, my musical theater phase is coming back. Oh, it's really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Oh my god, it's really bad. Um, but I, um, I was like, saw these people who I haven't seen in a really long time. And they were like, "What do you do?" I was like, "So." I do and a lot. Social media manager, part time, a podcast host, and I or co host. And I am in grad school, but it's online. And she was like, you don't have to say that it's online and you don't have to yeah. say that you're a part-time social media manager. I was like. It's yep. like so easy to downplay things. Totally. Oh my God. Yeah. I'll be like, mm-hmm. I know. Uh, I kind of do social media on the side. I don't know what I'm doing. I know. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, and then I do my own stuff. Yeah. Like, what does that <laughs> like, mean? Like, so vague. What does that mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I true. feel like it's so hard to talk about. Um, but. Yeah, I guess that's kind of like what we're talking about today. Um, I don't know how well we introduced it in the intro because we literally haven't recorded the intro yet. <laughs> but we're kind of just talking about post-grad life and the fact that you don't have to know exactly what you want to do immediately after you graduate, even though everybody says that you do. Right. Um, but, Kennedy, I feel like we should just, uh, all of us, should just ping-pong back and forth about how <laughs> post-grad is. Like, what are the vibes? They're so bad. But, yeah. <laughs> the struggle, honestly. I think yeah. like yeah it's a it's a hard one. yeah I think coming from like doing so much that transition is like what's so hard is like mm-hmm. like I said I danced mm-hmm. and stuff like all through yeah. high school all through college whatever so I was like busy like 
was in a sorority, yeah. did all the things. Like, I just, yeah. like, my time was occupied. And then I graduated, and I was like, oh, my God. I have so much time to think about yeah. every detail of my life. And then yeah. my anxiety mm-hmm. skyrocketed. Like, everything just mm-hmm. goes crazy when you graduate because you're like, oh, I got to figure it out, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to somebody the other day. Maybe it might have been you, Alexis. I'm not sure. But I was talking about, like, the energy, and it might have been on the podcast, the energy that I had in college was so high. Like, somehow I managed to pack my days full. I was yeah. going, like, I was waking up, going to class, then going to lunch, which was always, like, social hour yeah. for however many hours I sat there, then doing homework, and then going to another class, and then going to some sorority event, and then going to whatever, and then going out that night. And somehow I was fine. Yeah. Like, somehow I was so good. But if you asked me to do that stuff, like, that amount of things today, I would be like, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. But I do think it's kind of like a shock. And Alexis, I know that you graduated in less time than us. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to, I, I, I feel like we should talk about like your experience graduating early because I feel like that's something people really don't talk about a lot. Yeah. I think that it was very interesting being, because I graduated a year early and it was very odd to have all of my like, my cohort, as you can say, uh, from high school still be in that mindset and to have myself be in such a different space and like you know I'm only a year ahead like I I kept thinking to myself like I'm only a year ahead like why do why am I in such a different place but like current grad and post-grad is such a different mindset and Mm -hmm. it was definitely hard and I also think as I was as I've been listening to both of you talk about post-grad right now and in the past, I think an interesting um, factor is that both of you graduated during the pandemic, and mm-hmm. I did not. Um, and so I experienced postgrad in a very different way. Um, I was vigorously depressed um, afterwards, which I think you know many people can relate to after graduation, but. I was able to get a job at a preschool and I had that social Mm -hmm. component. I think there was like a little bit of like a weird area where I was like trying to find a job. Um, And that was hard with like, you know, energy levels. But I think the fact for you guys, and I feel myself included because I I think like working from home for me, like Mm -hmm. came right at the same time as, as the pandemic. But for you guys... It's, like, post-grad and then, like, being home all the time and then, like, working from home. And I mean, like, you two specifically, like, came right at the same time. So, like, not only I feel like just the people's, like, energy levels as people Mm post-grad, like, not, or no, not post-grad, post-pandemic. Like, so many people, no matter Mm -hmm. what age you are, your energy levels have changed and, like, what you can handle has changed. And I feel like we have to, like, work ourselves back up into that, like, constant movement almost again. Um, But that's hard when you're working from home and, like, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Basically. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But that was pretty much my experience that I was depressed. But, yeah. What about you guys? (laughs) I do feel like the being your own boss kind of thing or even, like, so Kennedy with you, like you have, of course, some quote clients or like people that you 
do freelance work for. Um, us. One of which is, yeah, one of which is us. But um, you also do your own stuff. And I feel like I've seen you talk about it on TikTok of, like, struggling to be consistent with that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, I feel like that has a lot to do with, like, not only are you the only one who's, like, expecting that of yourself, but it's also, like, you're literally, like, just at home. You have to, like, get yourself up, put your makeup on, yeah. you know, all of that. So kind of what's your experience with, like, finding the motivation for that and, like, all of that? Truthfully, like, I struggle with it a lot. Like, I don't think I've figured it out. I tell myself, mm-hmm. like, every yeah. week I'm, like, all right, this is the week. I'm going to set mm-hmm. a routine. Like, I'm going to have yep. structure. But, like, honestly, I'm, like, the least, like, put together, like, organized person. And I've talked to you all about mm-hmm. this. But, like, I go in waves. Like, I like y'all were talking on the podcast two weeks ago, like energy cycles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like related to that a lot because I also like get my energy from like, if my content's doing well or something, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to yeah. keep posting mm-hmm. because it's doing so good. But like, if it dips, I'm like, Oh, why even post? Like, what's the point? Yep. So yeah. I think like you have to be as consistent as possible, but like also listen to your self and body and everything and totally. kind of go with the flow with it. But yeah. Yeah, and I I think that there's, that's such a good point, like, for me, at least, I, I get into these, um, like, I'm so reactive to my environment, and environment also means, like, my social media environment, almost, Mm -hmm. um, and so I start to get into this, like, rut, and if I haven't posted in a day, literally, if, like, I'll go, like, a week with posting every single day, I'll miss one day, and I'm like, all right, peace out, guys, for a month, like, literally, and I know that's horrible for me, thank God I don't do that on eSparter, or I would be fired, Um, but it's so hard, because, like, no one's telling me, hey, post, you know, like, I can go, I mean, I shouldn't, but, like, I can go a month without posting on my own account if I don't want to, Um, Yeah, exactly. but I think, I think, think, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I think, like, the other struggle with like maybe all of us is like we all started in this like art phase like thing in 2020 and like Mm -hmm. all of us have now like rebranded multiple times like kind of shifted our content that's such a good topic Mm -hmm. Uh and so I find that like to be kind of tricky because like I'm like do I restart completely do I make a new account Mm -hmm. do I try to shift my audience like yeah that's what's been hard too is like my initial audience was people that were following me for my art content but like I don't want to yeah. do that yeah I don't really want to do that anymore so exactly right. and then that makes your engagement like shit yeah. because these people aren't there for that but it's also like I struggled with that a lot whenever I decided I wanted to do like social media management for you know like get my own clients and I I say free, I don't know that I like the word freelance and I don't know what I have against it but I'm just gonna <laughs> use it Um, but do freelance social media management, I was like, I know that that's just not why these people follow me, but I can't in my brain, like, leave this account that I built sitting. Yeah. So you just kind of have to, like, take it. And also, also there are people, like, just because you shifted doesn't mean that a percentage of those people don't want to follow you. Like, I know that, you know, some people, yeah, we're following you both and me, for our iPad drawings. Not our iPad. Not all of us getting an iPad. Not our iPad art. Not our trace iPad art. Literally. Literally. But, oh my God. But, 
I think that there's like we also something that helped us in that 2020 procreate area era is <laughs> is that we showed our personalities and like people followed yeah. us yeah for our art but also for us and so mm-hmm. there is going to be a following of people that want to follow you like pretty much no matter what you're doing mm-hmm. um but i also think like i'm i'm curious what your opinion or what your experience is with shifting your content but then like I feel like you've done a really good job of like segmenting I want to say like what you want your content to be because I am struggling with that like did you when you decided to kind of make that shift was it just like an organic natural progression that you were like I kind of want to start doing this and I'm gonna like you know like naturally do it or did you like sit down and write down like this is what I want my content to be this is what I want it to look like this is what I want people to like Mm -hmm. feel and think when they come to my page because I'm just like girl I don't even know like that's how I I feel about we were talking about that the other day yeah Yeah. that's how I feel about my Instagram it's Mm -hmm. like like I've really put my energy into TikTok and like shifting my brand on there because I kind of Mm-hmm. I started fresh on TikTok. Like, I had an mm-hmm. old account. I put my old art stuff on it. It blew up. It did really well. And then I was like, that's not what I want to be known for anymore on mm-hmm. this. And it wasn't enough of a following for me to, like, stick with it. it. And so I shifted on TikTok. Instagram, I struggled a lot. Like, and I still don't really know what I'm posting. Like, because it's this weird mix of, like, reposting my TikTok content. But, like, mm-hmm. trying to go into this, like, content creator space um Mm -hmm. but I did like initially sit down and like rebrand like I was like I'm gonna start posting my life on here um Mm -hmm. but I think it's take like it just takes time to get it where you want it to and I don't know what I'm doing with it's also like a mindset thing too because you can say to yourself like I'm gonna change my content but when you're so used to like posting in a certain way it's so hard to change and it's also, like, if you know, like, I know if I busted out an iPad drawing that, she would get so many yeah. likes. <laughs> I know get so many likes. Yeah. And I'm, like, mm-hmm. tempted. I'm, like, tempted sometimes to just be, like, I'm Here's an, I'm an iPad, iPad drawing. Literally. <laughs> I'm going to iPad. Like, Here's an iPad drawing for you guys. Bringing a graphic but, back or something. I'm, like, oh, it'll oh, do so well. I know. I know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like for in me watching you um, shift all of your stuff, which I guess – what was the timing of that with, like, when you graduated? Like, was it an intentional thing, like, I would like to pursue this for myself? Or was it just, like, kind of, like, what was the mindset behind that? Like, in relation to graduating and yeah, getting a job? I think you know? my, like, senior year, um, that's when I started on my old TikTok account. I started posting, like, day in my life, like, more lifestyle content. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why not give this a try? At that point, I was like, I literally don't care what people think of me. Like, I used to a lot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I've said this to y'all, but, like, I, like, grew up watching YouTube hardcore, like, had a YouTube account mm-hmm. in seventh grade, mm-hmm. did the whole thing. But I was mm-hmm. just, like, way more insecure and, like, embarrassed about it. And so deleted yeah. it, all that stuff. Yeah. But, like, I think I've always known I wanted to be in this, like, creative space and, like, create content and stuff. And so by my senior year, I didn't have a plan. I still don't really have a plan, but um, I was like, why not like put my energy into this? I was working from like all my classes were online for the last year and a half of school. I had so much more free time and I was like, 
I'm going to put my energy into this. And so mm-hmm. I yeah. started kind of getting into it my senior year. But I would say after I moved out of my apartment and moved home, that's when I like was like, oh, I need to do something. And so that's when mm-hmm. I created a new account and kind of went in on TikTok. And that was probably like last July, late July, early August is when I started mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I feel, I, I feel like it's um, – the timing of everything is interesting too because like we said like you get so much free time even if you I mean obviously people who have like straight up nine to fives probably don't have as I don't know like law school and things like that you might not have as much time but regardless like your whole lifestyle is changing like I used to be doing social stuff constantly in college like constantly and and that kind of goes away because everybody has different schedules and it's like a the amount of planning that goes into like hanging out with somebody literally graduation Mm -hmm. is just so much Mm -hmm. um but I feel like having that free time I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast before but capitalizing on that like if you know you want to be a content creator or you want to start a business I feel like capitalizing on that time post-grad where things might feel a little crappy and you might feel a little lonely and you might feel like you know this friend's doing this this friend's doing this and like we just can't seem to connect or like your friends are all sprawled out across the country or whatever that can be like really sad and really weird and the first time in your life that you don't have all your friends at your disposal every day you're not going to school with them every day so I feel like using that and if you if you are that kind of creative person and have that kind of drive like take that time before you your life gets crazy again and like pour it into the stuff that you really love and who knows what could come out of it I'm so inspirational I totally agree though like yeah obviously I'm very fortunate to like be able to live at home right now and I know that's not ideal for everyone Mm -hmm. and it's an option so like that's something Mm -hmm. that I'm like clearly like that's a privilege and like I'm able to take my time and the only pressure I have on myself job wise is like from myself really like Mm -hmm. my parents are really supportive Mm -hmm. of like me trying to do something more creative and like they understand it but it's more just like a personal pressure like okay I should move out by the end of this year I should have a job that's like making a stable income like that kind of stuff it's just yeah. pressure you put on yourself but totally I think, yeah, yeah you don't have, to have it figured out I I also think like exactly. we should talk about kind of you know because with with you and like your kind of um I mean you say like you don't know you know you haven't ha- figured it out you don't know exactly what you want to get into but of course content creation is a part of that and like social media in general is a part of that um but I think that you know, content creation aside, I think that other people in the creative field totally feel this as well. Even if you want to get, like, a more corporate job, I think that this is, like, a very common feeling. Like, for me, I know that when I graduate, I, my dream, my goal after SCAD is to be in, like, creative direction, but that's not something you can really do right away. Because that's something that you need, like, Mm -hmm. a lot of experience. So there's a lot of options of how I could get there. And I think, like, Katie and I were talking about it earlier. Like, if you got, let's say, a degree in graphic design. Yeah, you could be a graphic designer. But there's so many other options of what you could do. And that's so different than, like, a traditional job. Um, Like, I don't know. You go to school to be an accountant. You're going to be an accountant. Or, like, work in Mm -hmm. finance or whatever. Um, and I think there's, there's a lot of opportunity in there, but there's also a lot of anxiety in that, that when you graduate, it's like, what the hell am I doing? Like, where, 
what yeah. you know I think so. a lot of that like anxiety too comes from like we were talking about this like when people ask you what you do you're like mm-hmm. like I don't have an answer and like it should be normalized that that's okay and like that you're yeah. figuring it mm-hmm. out but like people that are older than you like our friends parents or whatever like they'll ask or or they'll put these jobs out there like recently I had a friend's mom like reach out and kind of was like hey like if you're looking for a job like this person's hiring you'd be great and I'm like maybe I'm just stubborn and I posted about this other day but I know in my heart I was like I wouldn't be like I just wouldn't be happy there yeah and like I see even though I don't have a clear path I'm like I see a future in like social media and content creation and Mm -hmm. stuff and like for now like that's what I'm going to like pursue because I think it's worth Mm -hmm. doing yeah but exactly I feel like I want to talk about the idea of like obviously when you graduate you're graduating with a ton of people who are pursuing a ton of different things and something that I've struggled with is watching like my friends who are in law school or even my friends who are like not in grad school and I am or everybody that's just on different paths and like not comparing yourself yeah um with them but then also just like kind of just dealing with that what has been your experience with that because I know it can be hard like you said when people are like do you want a job and you like don't or like you know people are just doing such different things no I struggle with that too and I talk about that a lot with like my parents and stuff because I do have friends like that are at very different stages of life than me and it just Mm -hmm. makes you Mm -hmm. like kind of freak out because you're like am I like that behind like I I have like friends that are about to get married I have friends that are um working full-time jobs that like are working right out of college have their own apartment like living their life and that's where like I also put a lot of pressure on myself But then, like um, Alexis was saying, with graduating early and stuff, I have a lot of friends that are a year younger than me. So I have a lot of friends Mm. that are seniors in college this year. And so watching them still be in college, that's the other thing where I'm like, oh, like... Oh, that's a hard one, too. Yeah, I'm like, I don't really have it figured out, but then I have friends still in school, and, like, I have major FOMO because I'm like, they're having the time of their lives. COVID's, Mm -hmm. like better than it was our last right, year than it was for you yeah like really truly right that was so hard too is to think like we kind of lost a year and a half of school the second I turned 21 mm-hmm. like everything was shut down it wasn't like I could do anything exactly like same. Yeah. I don't know and so I think it like rushed my experience and then put me right into the real world and I'm sure you feel like this too um Katie because I was like oh what like college is over yeah Oh my god! And people yeah. were on it, and I, I, I just have no idea like what I expected post grad to be, but I did not expect it to be like this. And we're making it sound like miserable. It's, there's obviously <laughs> yeah, good yeah, parts yeah. about yeah. it too, mm-hmm. um, but and I think it's interesting also for like from Alexis and I, Alexis, Alexis's, mm-hmm. Alex, Alexis's, Alexis's, and 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 my. <laughs> perspective because we're still in school and now grad school is the trick of uh being an adult because it sucks because you're you have to like pay bills Mm -hmm. and things but like then you're in school yeah that sucks yeah Mm -hmm. like you're still getting grades but then you also have a job (laughs) so it's weird yeah um but yeah I feel like obviously I so I know I want to be a social media manager but even that there's so many I can do options, things on my own yeah. which I am doing I could work in-house at a company I could work at an agency I could you know um do 
digital marketing. Mm-hmm. I could do regular marketing. Yeah. I could go corporate and do like, you know, some sort of like corporate job or I could do, you know, like smaller businesses. There's just a ton of options. Whereas I feel like, of course, in any career, there's options of where to work, but I feel like it can be really hard to um, make a decision. And then I think there's also this really strong pressure to make a decision and stick with it. So like, it's like, if you're going to make a decision, you better stick with it. Um, yeah. Which is also scary because what if you make the wrong decision? And I feel like it's the it's a more intense version of like choosing your college major. Yeah. Mm, um, which because like I changed, yeah, I changed times. my major. I changed my major. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I changed my major and made my whole own major because I didn't like my options. Mm-hmm. But it's you know I I feel like in college I was so scared to change my major mm-hmm, because I was yeah. like well, I chose this I chose this. Um, and everything feels really high stakes. And then that same thing happens post-grad. And I'm just convinced that same thing's going to happen my entire life because it has so far. <laughs> I also, I want to I wanna mention something. Kennedy kind of reminded me with getting um, messages from parents' friends or getting messages from your parents or whatever. Um, and I'm not, I don't want it to sound like I'm like, you know, anti-boomer. Like, it's not just an older generation thing. It definitely can come from your peers as well. But... I think it really is, I mean, it is an older generation thing, but it also is just like people outside of the creative industry. We are going to take a quick break to talk about this week's sponsor, Taylor Brands. So one thing we cover all the time on our show is how important it is for new businesses to have a strong brand and online presence. But how many of us actually know how to build a brand and online presence completely on our own? That is where Taylor Brands comes in. So Taylor Brands is an AI-driven platform that automatically gives you everything you need to launch a beautiful brand and successful online presence without having any previous design experience. How amazing is that? Once you create a logo with it, which literally takes about five minutes, your design theme is automatically integrated into a website, unlimited designs for social media, a digital business card, and even printed business cards and merch, and you can access all of it through the Taylor Brands platform. One of the most amazing things about this is that I know so many of you listening have such a passion for business, but design may just not be your forte, and this really solves that issue for you guys and makes everything so easy. The great thing about it is that everything takes a few minutes to set up, so you can have an entire online presence by the end of the day. And you can get 40% off if you go to taylorbrands.com and use our code aesthetic40. Again, that's taylorbrands.com and code aesthetic40 to create an online presence for your business for 40% off. I I definitely have experienced, and I know that you guys have as well, that you get a message from someone or just someone being like, hey, I know you're unemployed. Like, first of all, I'm not. And I know you're unemployed and I you need help, basically, is, like, the message. Mm-hmm. And, like, here's this receptionist job at, like, yes. the yes. vet. And I'm like, girl, what? Like, and... <laughs> yes, and I think that happens a ton with creative yes. things. So, like, Kennedy, like, you're literally, like, you know, you're growing your own page, you're helping other people, you're doing all that stuff. But I feel, and same thing with me. Like, I swear people think that I'm unemployed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's a creative career. And they think, like, you know, you majored in communications or whatever. Like, unless you're already going into corporate, then, oh, you must want this receptionist vet mm-hmm. job. Because you clearly, you like, need whatever help, you yeah. wanted to do isn't working out. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that happens even more with creative careers. Because, like, nobody's going to say that to somebody who's in law school. No. Right. 
I don't think people texting the person in law school. Yeah, I don't think people understand too that there's like this new wave opportunity of like making things for yourself, like creating Mm -hmm. like content for other people, doing all this like um, I don't know, outsourcing like your abilities and all that stuff, like is huge. Mm -hmm. And people need that right now. But like if you told anyone else that they'd be like, Oh, what's your like little like side thing that you're doing uh-huh. or whatever yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. and like I don't have a full like I don't technically have a full-time job like I have a very flexible schedule right now but like right. that doesn't mean I don't want to put all my energy into this like I don't need exactly it doesn't else. mean your days aren't filled up right like, just because you're working like quote working for yourself mm-hmm. or like you're you know setting up the things that you're doing it doesn't mean that you're not like busy and fulfilled. you're working 40 hours like you're you very well maybe working a 40 hour work week or you aren't and that's because you choose not to or you are working more than that yeah, right um and I feel like that's another hard thing I, I definitely feel like with create and we've talked well maybe Alexis and I haven't really talked about this on the podcast we want to do a full episode on this but the way that people like look at creative careers mm-hmm. I feel like is really um interesting because I until honestly before we started the podcast I did not know that half of the careers that exist exist mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's so many more that I still don't know exist um because in school they tell you like you study marketing you can go be the marketing director at blank yeah or the other place or the other place or the other place or the other place um and like even now when I tell people social media management they're like what is that well or people are like oh so you just like kind of post on Instagram sometimes like they downplay yeah. it too <laughs> and it's like do you guys mm-hmm. realize how much goes into like these people's like social media and it and that's like the biggest wave of marketing now is social media and being able to like engage your audience and all this stuff and people don't realize the importance of it and they don't realize they should be like pulling in people to do those specific jobs yeah and the impact of it too Mm -hmm. oh yeah and I want to talk about because I feel like um obviously we're talking about postgrad but then that brings in college so kennedy you studied communications i studied mass comm and then i'm getting my master's in mass comm i would like to know kind of like what things you learned in school that you kind of carry through your own stuff because like obviously uh, you know there's people who look at your stuff and is like i could do that without a college degree which you know you you can but what are the things that you learned that kind of like inform all the stuff you do for yeah yourself and other people I had like an interesting school experience when it came to like school itself and like my majors and stuff because I came into school Mm -hmm. not knowing what I wanted to do I came in as Mm a pre-kinesiology major I don't know why I thought I wanted to do PT (laughs) sounds fun it lasted a semester (laughs) I switched Mm -hmm. my major to business Um, Mm -hmm. and I thought I wanted to do marketing because if you think any person that's like, oh, you're creative, you should do marketing. Like that's just the thing. Yep. Long story short, um, I had to change my major because of accounting. Anyways, that was a whole thing. So I didn't change my major. Yeah. To That's why I made my own. That's why I didn't do business. I was like, "Mm." yeah. And I should have known better. Anyways. So then I switched to comm. (laughs) I know this is long backstory. Um, but I honestly loved being in comm because mm-hmm. I don't think people realize how many like life skills you learn from that major oh. like mm-hmm. from yes like relationship yes. skills yes. like uh, interpersonal communication but then also like communicating with all everything you do if you're making content is all communicating yeah like and it just it's just two different audiences and I don't think people realize like 
like I used to be a terrible public speaker. Like my whole voice would shake. I'd get oh, so yeah. nervous. Then I had to take public speaking and then I had to take argumentation and debate and all these classes where like, I was like, I got to figure it out or it's going to be embarrassing. And like, luckily mm -hmm. that's helped yeah. a lot um, mm -hmm. going into yeah. social media. But then also like you were saying, interpersonal calm or um, gosh, what's it called? Like communication in a business? Maybe that isn't corporate I don't yeah I had a different name I don't know anyways like learning how people have different communication styles and learning mm -hmm. how to pick up on that and mm -hmm. knowing like some people are like really bad about just like shutting down and like pushing yep. things to the side mm -hmm. other people will be really upfront with you and I think like I learned so much from that um that I'm very thankful for and then like on mm -hmm. top of that being involved in college like being on a dance yes. team and then being in a sorority yep. like you also learn to find your voice and i think that helps with like this kind of career um mm -hmm. is knowing mm -hmm. like how to command a room and knowing how to mm -hmm. stand exactly. up for yourself and your ideas and um be able to lead people so i think i learned yeah. a lot of yeah. that in school yeah and i feel like as like a especially as like a woman who's trying to do anything that's like for yourself like where you're going to be the like quote boss yeah. even if it's not really like you're you're the boss of only yourself um I feel like all of that is really important and it really is like confidence like you said like whenever you started to actually not like give a shit what everybody thought about you that's when yeah. it really got good and you actually took it seriously and you can't do it without that um but yeah I definitely think being in organizations in college is arguably just as helpful as well, my it's, class I feel like it's it. almost it's like it's almost like an internship because it's like real world experience. Yeah. But I also wanted to yeah. say like, like going along with the confidence thing, I feel like something because, you know, I'm in creative business leadership. So a lot of it is about leadership. And Katie, how you said, like, it's it is leadership about leading other people. But when you work for yourself, leadership over yourself mm -hmm. is just as important. Yeah. Um, and I think that a big, huge part of that is like, believing in yourself like yes having the confidence to be able to like stand up for yourself and everything but also to believe in yourself that like no I can do this like yeah no I I am like right for this position exactly. or I am right I am the right person to be doing x y and z um yeah and I think that that's... and I think that's it's the same idea as like when I, that way if you like get to that that way when people ask you like what do you yeah. do mm -hmm. you can you have a more solid answer yeah well, circle i'm so good at call back oh my god um <laughs> but yeah i i do i feel like that's so important and i feel like that's the root of the major issues with mm -hmm. like comparing yourself okay. to people who may be going into more traditional fields it's all like all of the issues are outside people questioning mm -hmm. you and then it's like being able to be like sure of yourself and confident and, in yourself. and also i have to say that yes almost 100%, there will always be someone, especially when you put your life on the internet like we do, there will always be someone that is like, what the hell? But there will always be at least one person that's like, oh my god, I'm so jealous of her. Like, that's, she's so cool. Exactly. Like, she's my role model. Like, I think that mm -hmm. something with the podcast is like, and we've talked about it, Katie, I don't talked about this so many times, but like, I straight up forget that people are listening like, I just, I'm like, oh, yep, just going to edit Katie and I's voice and put it on the internet and, like, forget that people are listening. But, like, 
people like the thought of like someone listening to like my life and being like that's cool like first of all it doesn't seem real to me but also like it it is impactful and not just if you are on social media but if you are a graphic designer and like your Mm -hmm. little cousin is like wow I really want to be in a creative field like they're watching you you know like be be that role model and that that is like such a driver I think for me at least yeah exactly I agree yeah and I also feel like so we kind of talked a little bit before we started recording Kennedy about like trying things out post-grad and how Mm -hmm. it's okay to try things out post-grad just like it's okay to try things out in college or maybe we were recording I can't even get my mind straight (laughs) um but I feel like and you can kind of speak to this too, but the things that you're doing for yourself and that all of us are doing for ourselves, like our own personal social media content, our own personal whatever, all of that is literally building skills that we will use in wherever we end up. Like Mm -hmm. even if you don't end up doing social media, you're learning how to communicate with people. You're learning, Kennedy, you're learning how to like make clients happy. Almost every single job has a client, Yep. Mm -hmm. you know, just of a different form sometimes. Um, So... Yeah, I guess you can kind of speak to that same idea. Yeah, I think um, back to, like, downplaying things a little bit or, like, thinking no one's listening, no one's watching or whatever it Mm -hmm. is. Like, then you realize, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say with this. I guess, like, you realize how important it is, like, with those connections and stuff like that and working with people. Like, you realize how important those skills are. And, like, Mm -hmm. for example, I ended up doing a six month thing with free people and like right and I Mm -hmm. work like I don't think about how crazy it is to work with such a big brand and have that connection because in my head I'm like I'm just like posting videos like I'm right exactly I don't know like you just think like I'm just doing it and um you don't really think about like how great those skills will be to Mm -hmm. show for like in my head I'm like my resume is nothing like I have nothing to show for on my resume because I didn't have this big corporate internship in college or I didn't have um, this experience but like what we are doing is building that like resume and is so impressive that portfolio yeah we don't think like I don't know at least I'm like it's not that cool is it but like I know I'm the same way if you told someone like that you did that and that you built someone's like following up or that you create a content for a huge brand or that you're doing stuff for Mm -hmm. small businesses all of a sudden it's like oh like that's actually huge and really cool Mm -hmm. yeah and then not only are you like doing the things that you like essentially it's like running your own internship yeah I know that's like not exactly the same but like you're doing it for yourself which adds another level of yeah like entrepreneurial skills definitely yeah because it's self-discipline it's consistency it's Mm -hmm. dedication like Kennedy, you'll like all of us. I was actually talking to Audrey about this the other day. She was like, even though you're pivoting your business, you have been a business owner for two years. Like you've been running, even though you took a break, you know, there for a while where there wasn't anything active, like you've been running a business for two years. Exactly. So like we, you know, all of us have been, because we started at the same time, we've been (laughs) doing this for like two years Mm -hmm. now. And that's a lot. And I think like, again, like you said, it all goes back to like being able to brag on yourself. It's not only important in a confidence sense to keep you going, but it's important in a sense to make these skills transfer and help you in your future as yeah, well. Yeah, totally. And that like confidence so. and stuff I think takes you so far. Like we said this, but like believing in yourself and like knowing mm-hmm. in your mm-hmm. mind, like I'm so capable of this. Like I see other people do things mm-hmm. 
And like my immediate thought is like, I can do that too. Like I'm going to figure out how I can do that too. Yeah. If you're passionate mm-hmm. enough about something, like you have mm-hmm. to, like your mind is so powerful. Like I've posted that, but like you, you have to put that stuff out there and like in a very positive way, because otherwise if you're like self-doubting yourself or constantly like, I don't know, downplaying stuff like we do sometimes, like then all of a sudden you won't, you will not do it because you've already kind of told yourself you're not going to be able to do it. And definitely. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, I guess to kind of, before we get into random questions, kind of close off the myriad of things we just talked about. Kennedy, what would be your top piece of advice for somebody who is graduating and is like, I don't know what I'm doing? Um, I would say to try out the things that you really want to do and really are passionate about and also not to put too much pressure on yourself. I think we try to rush things or feel this like external pressure, but like Mm-hmm. know that like your path will like work itself out and yeah not to like rush it too much um take your time figuring out what you want to do because if it's something you want to be a long-term thing like you shouldn't I'd say that with any decision making type thing like you don't want to rush mm-hmm. into any decision so why rush into a totally career exactly. that maybe you're not going to be happy with and you feel like you have to stick with it because like society says oh you can't quit your job after two months oh you can't like you should stick with the company whatever it is like no Mm -hmm. take your time test everything out like see what you like um and i would say just yeah that would be my advice i love that yeah i agree i agree um okay so random questions these are actually good ones these are fun ones um okay so the first one is your dream work trip location which i (laughs) i feel like Alexis and I talk about work trips all the time. I've never been on a work trip. I don't know when I will go on one, but hopefully one day. Well, um, this is really there. for this is really for uh, <laughs> Katie and Kennedy and I because that's our that's our goal. Yeah, we're trying we're trying to in uh, a number of years go on a work trip together. Anyway, mm-hmm. Kennedy, what would be your dream work trip location? Oh, I feel like I have like one that's more realistic, which would just be like a New York City like city vibe trip. Mm-hmm. But I love like tropical or like I would love to go to like Greece or like somewhere in mm-hmm. Italy like that would be yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. ideal but that's just because I love traveling so mm-hmm. I love that I actually realized I lied I have been on a work trip yeah I was gonna yeah you're in yeah. <laughs> I've actually been on two if you count the podcast mm-hmm. um but yeah my um the agency that I work for I went on a trip to like Rosemary Beach Seaside uh, yeah, I want to go so bad um yeah, I literally was going to say that might be my dream work trip because it was so fun and it's like just like chill um, or yeah I agree like the same vibes but in another country yeah. like Italian coast yes. or something mm-hmm. like that I feel like would be so I, I really don't like I love a city but if I had to have a work trip in the city which I'm sure I will one day it seems like it would make it not fun anymore but yeah. like working on the beach sounds not that bad oh, you yeah. know right right <laughs> Alexis what's yours um see I was gonna say <laughs> kind of an inside joke but Cabo because I told I honestly did not know that freaking Cabo was in Mexico like a literal <laughs> moron um dude Alexis was like I would never go to Mexico I was like I was like literally the day before I was like you we literally should go to Cabo. Resorts uh, in Co- <laughs> like, where <laughs> did you think it was dude I don't know um <laughs> but I would say your your New York City idea has me now thinking like realistic I think like New York City probably or maybe like a Florida resort mm-hmm. or something like in the states mm-hmm. and then I think 30A. sure and then I think um I should have know what that is no 
And then um, more mid-tier would be, like, Cabo Resort. But then, like, full-on... <laughs> like Mid-tier. crazy oh i thought i thought florida was like at the top i was like no Why yeah cabo resort and then below florida and then at the top is um like greece and like you know but traveling vibes i feel like that would Wait, be, that would just our dream vacation this yeah. is just our dream vacations <laughs> but i would like, love to work in greece i think it would be i think i think we could do a greece work trip and it would have to be very content based but i cannot see like content trip yeah, content trip, but, like, I cannot see, like, an accounting firm going to Greece and working. Like, that would not. It's so funny, though, because, like, when I feel like when you say work trip, most people think of, like, the office, like, the episode where they have, like, that that mm, work resort. Yeah. yeah. Not work work retreat at, like, the park, the, park the, thing. Yeah, the, right. Yes, mm-hmm. The camping thing. Yeah. Um, but for us, we think content yeah. trip. Yeah. Which, like, obviously, like, then traveling makes sense. But yeah. But anyway. Um. Okay, this next question's a good one. Kennedy came up with this, so we all we got to give credit now because Alexis yes. is really <laughs> is calling everyone out if we don't give mm-hmm. credit. Um, but yeah. So, who is your favorite YouTuber, Kennedy? You can start. I have like so many guesses in my head of who you're gonna pick. Okay, I feel like I have a few, like sectors of YouTubers I watch. Mm-hmm. I love the like mm-hmm. New York YouTubers, like Danielle and Brooke and Katie. Mm-hmm. Love them, and then I love the like Florida Hawaii girls. Like, okay. Um, like Anna Stoll and um, Lexi and Hannah, like those people. I don't know if y'all know who I'm talking about, but no, nope. I know the New York girls, but I don't know the Florida girls, Florida Hawaii girls, but I want to know them. Yeah, so good content. I'm gonna get you to send me the links. I will. Well, we'll make a little um, YouTuber recommendation post. Actually, Kennedy will make a YouTuber recommendation yes. post <laughs> on TikTok. Yes. Um. Anyway, um, my favorites. So I do like I do like the um the New York girls as well. But I think my favorite that just like I always go back to is Kenzie Elizabeth. Yes, I love her too. Um, I like that she's in the South and she's not with everybody. It seems more relatable. She has dogs. She just kind of like has like a similar lifestyle to me. So she's like very relatable. Um, And I just really like her content. So Alexis, I know your answer is going to be just wildly different. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, I'm like, I I really like, I I try to get into the, to the, the vlog girlies but I just I I truly can't um no hate but um I would say I really love a YouTube podcast because especially mm-hmm. working from home me too me my too. biggest pet peeve literally so like I don't think I've ever said a more like first world problem thing but biggest pet peeve having to find a new YouTube video so I love yeah, I like that. being able, yeah, long, long, yeah. yeah. I love like a long like. That's why I would say my newest podcast is violating community guidelines with Sarah one. Shower yes. and Brittany Broski. Love that one. So good. Um, I also I just watched their Lego Land vlog. It was yep. I watched they that yesterday. Land. It was mm-hmm. so funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, love it. It was so good. Um, yeah, and then I also I like um very very no no. Very, really good with um, Curtis Connor because I'm in love with him. And then... Um, I don't know who that is. A, you don't know who Curtis Connor is? Oh, my God. He's in, like, the Cody Co. sort of... Kind oh, of. Really? Like, See, Danny, he's like, not friends with Cody okay. Co. He is. Like, he is friends with them. He does. He's friends with him. Are they friends? Yeah. They do, like, similar kind of content. Okay, yeah. But he's, he's more... He's closer to, like, a... Danny um, Gonzalez and, like, Drew Gooden. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I love them, too, but... Um, 
yeah, I, I'm, like, fully in love with Curtis Connor. It's, it's, like, fully happened. Um, and then also the H3 podcast, because they have, like, literally episodes three times a week, and they're, like, three hours. So I'm, like, I used to watch when Trisha was on. Yeah, Frenemies. That's when, Frenemies was when I, like, started, I didn't, I honestly had never heard of, I'd heard of H3, but I didn't know what it was. And then, um... I learned about Ethan when Frenemies was a thing, and then I yeah. stayed, came for Trisha, uh, stayed for Ethan, so. See, I stopped yeah. watching It's so after. funny, like, I just love, like, the different content, because, like, when I'm watching a podcast, I'm watching, like, Wild Till Nine, Same. Pretty Basic, yep. Gals on the Go, yep. but my recent obsession, honestly, podcast is Girls Gotta Eat, but they don't have a YouTube um, mm. video. I love component. a YouTube anyway. component. And I, my range yeah, it is, really, like, it's, it's crazy. Good. Like, I love, like, Zane and Heath Unfiltered. I, like... Oh, yeah. Um, love them, Brooke too. Brooke and Connor make a podcast. That's on, like, Cody Co's, like, network. They were TikTokers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a range. Honestly, I, honestly, we... I we, find people through, like, guests yes, that were yes. on, like... Yeah, true. Then they, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have their own podcasts. We but. keep the C-Way YouTube just for you, Kennedy, honestly. Thank you. Otherwise, it would be dead. Yeah, I am. <laughs> no, more of you guys need to watch. If you want a video podcast, we do have a video component. We hardly ever talk about it. This is probably why nobody watches it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It's my favorite. Um, this has been probably the world's longest episode. Um, mm-hmm. But, Kennedy, do you want to go ahead and just tell everybody, like, your usernames on all socials so they can follow you and see all of your stuff and keep up with everything you're doing? Sure. I am at Ken House. It's K-E-N-N-H-A-U-S on TikTok and Instagram. And then I have a YouTube channel, and it's just my name, Kennedy Houseman. Love it. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes. Oh, I was not prepared. Okay. Oh, all right. Follow us on TikTok. <laughs> You're just sitting there glassy eyed, like staring at me. I'm like, I had, I had your part up and I was about to read that. Oh, so I was about to say, thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Okay. So follow us on TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic and over on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. And our personal accounts, which are Kitty Creative Co., Alexis Adams, Aldrich, and Ken House. And we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.